Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions on TorqueMag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also download the episodes directly from WMR.fm. Today, we have a very special guest who is an expert in virtual reality, metaverse, AR, XR. We're going to get into all those terms, and we're going to talk about their intersection with WordPress. But before we dive into the fascinating world of augmented reality, let's start off by saying that Apple has made a significant announcement that's probably going to shake up the entire industry. They unveiled the much-anticipated Vision Pro headset which promises to deliver an immersive and groundbreaking VR experience. This development has sparked a renewed interest and enthusiasm for VR technology, and it might actually have a huge crossover into the WordPress world. So let's jump into the heart of today's episode. I'm delighted to introduce our guest, Anthony Burchell. Anthony's a software engineer on the Advanced Custom Fields team, ACF. He's the brilliant mind behind the 3Object Viewer plugin for WordPress 3.0v. This plugin empowers website owners to run VR experiences from their dashboard. We're going to talk about that. Anthony is a true pioneer in this space and been working on the metaverse and WordPress for longer than anyone I know. So he is the person to talk to. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we get started, why don't you just tell us how you got into WordPress? Yeah, well, actually, it's it's it relates to how I got into the 3D web. I started out when I was very young. I was a I used to make flash games, and that naturally progressed to making flash websites. And then I started making 3D flash websites. And ironically enough, Apple kind of killed Flash, and <laughs> I kind of stopped making 3D websites. So I started looking into the next thing. And at that exact same time, WordPress was taken off with custom post types and it was starting to get seen as a formidable way to make websites, not just a blogging platform. Imagine that kind of worked out. During the intro, you probably heard me stumble over exactly what we're going to talk about. And I'm, I just want to address that because I didn't practice this. We've got VR, we've got AR, we've got the metaverse. I believe now there's XR. What is the preferred term that you'd like us to use for this conversation? And can you describe what what that term kind of means and embodies. Yeah, so it, it, I think XR is probably the one that that over the years has stood the test of time. 
and, and over the years, I mean, like since 2018, I think that people were starting to say that. I think spatial computing is a really good way to say it. And yeah, I, I think there's just so many terms. I think XR is the nice one because when I think of virtual reality, I think of not only being fully immersed, but but having, you know, like blends of immersion where you can kind of get some of your world inside of a virtual space, but still feel like you're somewhere. And what does XR stand for? I think the agreed definition is extended reality or yeah, something like that. Extended reality. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the key thing, I think, to all of these technologies, whether we're talking about VR or AR uh, or the metaverse or XR, I think spatial is a big component to what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Actually, I, I wrote an article back in, I think it was like... Oh, I think it was 2019 in WP Tavern. And uh, I, the title of it was, uh, I think it was something like WordPress and the spatial computing future of the internet. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like very buzzwordy title, but that is essentially it. Spatial computing, 3D internet. Being being able to move around spatially to navigate something is, is what we're talking about. We're talking about spatial computing. Right. And, you know, with, with Apple's entry into XR, how has the space changed since Apple made their announcement? I think one of the things is there was a big sigh of relief, at least in the circle that I'm in. I, I build in the on the WebXR standard, so that means everything that is happening spatially is happening from a browser. And there's a, a standard that, that many browsers, I think all browsers, most browsers have accepted and, and accommodate. And this allows you to, from the browser, click a single button and enter. I think there was a big sigh of relief in this community just because Apple, uh, they waited a day, the second day after the announcement, they they announced that WebXR will be supported and fully immersive WebXR. And I found it really interesting because Apple showed nothing virtual reality, nothing fully immersed where the entire environment you're in goes away and you're somewhere. What WebXR allows you to do is exactly that. So I, I found it really interesting that, that like the, the best canvas we have is going to allow fully immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it, I think the general feeling is is not that everyone's going to go out and buy a, a Vision Pro and drop thirty five hundred dollars on it. But it does show there's confidence from Apple in web based standards and in spatial computing in general. I think that's the biggest takeaway. And I personally was really excited because my plugin, I've already tested it in Vision Pro using their SDK, and everything seems to be working and matching up with the WebXR standards that work with like the Quest Pro, the Quest, and the Vive headsets. And there's always been this space, this, this idea in the XR community that you don't have to have a fancy headset to be able to experience some of this stuff. There, there was this kind of idea that some users would maybe just hold up their phone and kind of use it to spatially navigate something by looking at their phone, but pointing it and moving it in different directions. And so the, the hope maybe is that Apple Pro, Apple Vision Pro might be good for, for the Apple Vision Pro community, but it might also bring some interest into people who might want to navigate with their phone because it's going to support the same standards. Well, that's one of the interesting things that's still yet to be announced by Apple is if they're going to allow the WebXR standard to work with Safari on the mobile handheld browser. Mm-hmm. Currently, they, they've kind of, I, I, not to be negative, but they've kind of held back a lot of innovation in the WebXR community just because it hasn't been accept, accepted on the phone, which would allow you to do that sort of like navigating by picking up your phone and walking in a space and that sort of thing. 
currently you could only do that with an Android device and which the plugin that I build, it, it, I've got a, a way for people to do AR as a target to, to display a 3D object. The problem is it only works on Android. So I think that's one of the things that's, that's yet to be determined, but the, the, the clear good signal is that the Vision Pro will accept this uh, WebXR standard in a flag that you can turn on on the Safari browser. So this just, it, it's a good signal in the right direction. And I, I don't, I find it hard to believe they would not allow this on the cell phones in the near future. When we're talking about the XR standards, the WebXR standards, I'm just kind of curious, are there other standards that it, is Apple kind of signaling they're going to be creating their own standards for some things? And are there bridges between these standards? Yeah, I'm just kind of curious about the different the different yeah, standards yeah, yeah. that could be used. Well, WebXR allows you to, to sort of have a, a, a unified way for having like controller input, uh, a way to, to enter an experience. So like that button that you click enter VR, just having a standard way to know when you're entering an experience and when it should take over the page. That's what, what WebXR is specifying as a standard. And Apple hasn't really put out anything as far as like, like they want to be a standard. What they've instead signaled is that they want to adopt to what uh, adopt what the the current 3D apps are doing which a majority of them are being built in unity and i found it really interesting when they announced the vision pro that they they announced it with a unity logo and said we are going to support all of the, the developers that want to build in unity to to bring their creations into the vision pro um so they're they're kind of a, they're kind of just going with what's what's working for for the industry right now so I, I found that really awesome that they didn't sort of heavy-handedly say this is your standards going forward uh, one thing that they have been putting a lot of effort into is the 3d file type that they natively support which is the usdz standard and uh, this is the the pixar file format standard and and it essentially think of it as like the photoshop file but for 3d assets and they have different versions of these files that can be like a compressed version that's like a, or a zipped version that has all of the assets bundled inside of it. So they've been really, really focused on that file standard. The file standard that I personally have put all of my effort into is the GLTS standard because it's, it's more of an open standard. It's easier to participate in uh, the, the working groups that define these standards. So uh, yeah, the, the, there's there's all kinds of different directions, and people are working in in these like uh, different focuses, but they're all coming together with this like idea of we need to figure out these interfaces. Uh, Apple kind of was opinionated in saying that this is kind of a stationary device. It seemed like they they positioned it as a stationary device because uh, uh, you know the, the 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 rooms that they were showing was just a person sitting down mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think what they're trying to focus on is the 2D interface interactions and, and just having a stationary person while uh, companies like Meta are trying to do like full body tracking and, you know, like deeper uh, ways to express yourself and more points of tracking so that you can do that. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a good spot for us to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking to Anthony Burchell about what Apple's announcement could mean for the XR community 
and what WordPress developers need to know about and tools they can use to get XR running on a WordPress environment. So stay tuned for more after the break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. Today, we're talking to Anthony Burchell, a software engineer on ACF and the creator of 3OV, 3Object Viewer for WordPress. Anthony, we were talking about what is XR before, and we basically said it's the the standard term is VR and AR and some of the other terms, metaverse, have kind of come and gone. XR seems to be the, the long-lasting one. So let's talk about what WordPressers need to know about XR. Is there existing XR support in WordPress? Not natively. You'll have to go with the plugin. I I, I actually sought out to, to explore this a year ago, I think. In March of 2022 is when I released the 3Object Viewer plugin. And... The plugin was sort of the answer to that question. It was it was like, what is missing in WordPress right now to get to a bare minimum, just 3D object displaying in my site? And maybe you can click the enter in VR button and have it wrap around you. And that was in March of last year. Uh, it's since progressed into an actual world builder with 3D blocks that you can compose a scene with. To get started now, you, you could just install the 3Object Viewer plugin. Another alternative is you could build with the rendering engine that I use in the plugin is called 3JS. You can very easily embed 3JS inside of a front-end web page that's just right in the header of the of the file and and quickly compose some scenes with JavaScript to allow people to enter in VR and, and have a, a fully XR-enabled website. So there's nothing really stopping WordPress today aside from, you know, like, the file format for the web is, has been kind of agreed to be GLTF files. So you'll need to add support for GLB files, which are the binary files of a, of a 3D object. And uh, that's something that the 3Object Viewer plugin does, is, is in the media library, you're allowed to upload GLB files, and then also an avatar format called VRM, which is very similar to GLB files, but it has more avatar-featured uh, metadata and, and extensions inside of these, these characters. So uh, yeah, that's that's sort of like how you could compose. You, you in in my plugin, you can just open up the the uh, 3D environment block, which has a bunch of inner blocks that you can select things like models, NPCs, videos, images, uh, and then position them in a 3D scene all within your editor. And it's all done very natively to the uh, like exactly the same way that you would build in block based uh, templates. So that, that's one way. The other way is, is uh, you could just straight up build it inside of a program called Blender. And uh, there are many artists out there that, that are looking for work to build Blender scenes. And, uh, and you could just very easily create a simple one object scene and put that on a page using something like 3JS or the 3Object Viewer and allow people to go into it. Now, that's the part where it gets a little more difficult because you need like controllers, like player controllers and all kinds of logic that that's what I've been focusing on for the last year. So it's kind of what you want to build. Like it, it, it comes down to like what what problem are you trying to solve? And right now, spatial the spatial web doesn't solve a ton of problems because we're still trying to figure out what it is. But I see a future where we'll have things like shops and permanent AI agents hanging out inside of our shops selling for us, which I've already got. If you go to 3ov.xyz. Uh, at the bottom of the page, you can load in uh, my AI that knows everything about the 3Object Viewer plugin, and you can chat with her and ask her questions about it. 
And uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of how you can think about building is, is I, I like starting with a problem and going from there. I feel like we could talk about front end and back end. And I feel like on the front end and maybe maybe I'm misusing those terms, but I feel like on the front end, we're talking about like the the website that visitors come to and it's got 3GS. So that's what powers the 3D rendering. And the user might have the Apple Vision Pro or they might have a phone or some sort of VR headset. What I want to talk about is the, the back end because this is one of the things that always blew, blew me away about 3Object Viewer is basically when you have a spatial scene, you have content, you have a wall, you have another wall, you have ground, you have a character, you have audio, you have objects on the wall or objects floating. And the best way to manage content would be in WordPress, it seems, right? Like a very easy way to just create a, a bunch of content and manage it, a content management system. And I really like th that that's basically what you're kind of really leaning on WordPress for is for managing all the content that makes up a scene. And then you've got this thing that kind of does some magic and now enables that to be shown on the front end. Is that yeah. kind of a good description? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're using the block editor to compose 3D scenes. It's exactly that. And the catchphrase of the of the plugin that I've been using and, and something I've been saying for a very long time is a post is a place. And up until now, a post has only been an asynchronous place where you can go and leave comments. But now it's becoming a thing where it, it is a place where you go visit a website and somebody else might be there with you. There might be an NPC and, and it might feel like that that NPC is is real and in the room with you and interacting with you and, and making personalized recommendations based on you being logged in and in what it knows about you. So we're, we're entering this new blank slate, really, of the web. It's an evolution of the web where we can finally break out of these screens and kind of go to the outside and kind of put something in. And one of the, the things I'm going to be working on soon is, is uh, AI agents where you can put them in mixed reality. So if you are wearing the Apple Vision Pro and they're, they're claiming it's, it's something you can wear all day and, and, and they're aiming, it seems, to be a monitor replacement. But the, the way that I'm, I'm envisioning this is that you could be working on your your Gutenberg template, your block template, and then right next to you on the side of your desk, there's your AI agent making recommendations or maybe holding up signs with a bunch of content recommendations or ways that you can reword things or meta descriptions or just any information. Uh, maybe you got a meeting coming up. So that's kind of the way I see the, the future of WordPress and XR and, and, and then with, with collaborative editing coming soon to, to WordPress, I could, that's something that I'm going to fully utilize on the front end so that I could allow people to collaboratively 3D edit. Um, I've got a working prototype of that today, but I want to see what WordPress does first so that I can maybe just use that. If a client heard the news about Apple's Vision Pro, got really excited and wants to talk to their agency or talk to a web developer about like, how, how can we integrate XR onto our website? What are some tips you have for that, you know, seamless experience and for like first time people building an XR website? Yeah. Well, one thing I do is like, don't put it at the very top of your page. It's, it's one of those things that it can become a trap. So I like to put it at the very bottom because like cursors can click into it and get locked inside of the space. And it's just not a, not a great experience right now. Like the UX are still figuring out on how to how to act like properly get people into experiences. And the way that I uh, I like to uh, compare it is is the mobile web transition when when 
desktop websites when they were mobile responsive, we're now going to have this, this new future web where they're going to be 3D responsive. And for a long time, mobile responsive websites were not very mobile responsive. People were making like separate websites to even handle the mobile traffic and things like that. So we're going to do it wrong for a while. Um, but right now, the, the way that you would do it is you would create a, it, it would be like a frame. Uh, the way the three object viewer does it is, is I have a, a, you set a preview image and that's the image that kind of shows people what room they're about to enter. And then it has a button in the middle that says load world and you click load world and it'll render inside of that container, the, the world. And then at the very top of the screen, it'll say something like enter in VR or enter in AR. And then you could click that if you were in a device in like a headset, you would just use your, in the Apple vision pro, your, your hands or your eyes, I'm sorry, and look at the button and then do the click motion with your hands. And then it would click the button and then enter you in virtual, fully immersive virtual reality. And then when you're in there, hovering above you at all times is a little arrow. No matter where you turn your head, the arrow follows you. And you just look at that arrow and click with your hand and it'll open a menu to exit the immersive experience and go back to the web page 2D flat like a monitor would look on your laptop or on your desktop. That's really cool that you have this like a uh, experience with Apple's headset that we can talk about after this next break. Before we do, Anthony, what is your favorite VR, AR experience you've had so far? Like just a real quick, what's your favorite thing you've done in, in this in this world? I like world hopping in VR chat, just kind of bouncing room to room with friends. Uh, that's probably my favorite thing to do. There's a conference that it's called uh, VCAT, the virtual market. And uh, every, I think, summer and winter, they gather a bunch of creators in VR chat and give them a booth where they can kind of express themselves and show their work. And uh, I love going there with friends, just kind of bouncing booth to booth, trying on the little hats and things that they're making. Um, I even have a booth for an upcoming VCAT that I'm working on. Um, I, I think VR chat's just the best experience right now for the metaverse. It's truly the, the, the full package. It's got full body tracking, all of the features you want. <laughs> well, we're going to take one last break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation with Anthony Burchell about XR experiences and his experience with the Apple Vision Pro. So stay tuned for that. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. Today, I'm talking to Anthony Brichel. And right before this break, Anthony was telling us about his experience using the Apple Vision Pro SDK. And Anthony, you have not actually used the headset yet, but you have used the SDK and you kind of have a pretty good feeling of maybe how it's going to feel. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Apple just, oh man, I think like, maybe five days ago, released Xcode 15 Beta 2. And this version of Xcode introduces the Vision Pro SDK. And inside of that, uh, it also adds a simulator. And the simulator can essentially do everything that the Vision Pro can do. The only thing that I, what was the only thing that I couldn't figure out? There's something I can't, at the top of my, I can't remember, but it essentially is the device. You can get a feel for the interfaces today. The very first thing I did is I opened up Xcode, I opened up the simulator, and I went straight to the 3ov.xyz website, and I went to the bottom, clicked the load world button, and that's how I was able to find out if it's going to work in there. And so far, the only thing that I haven't been able to test and the only thing that they haven't really implemented uh, an emulator for is in WebXR, an input, you like the clicking of your finger. 
Um, that doesn't that doesn't exist yet. So teleportation isn't working, but it will work once it comes out. The, the thing I'm lacking right now is just the headset to to get the input controls. But from my understanding, if they are fitting to the WebXR standard, then they're just going to use the eyes as the laser for where, where the controls, the controllers would be pointing a laser and then the tap of your fingers as the click. So it, it'll probably do exactly the same thing that the current experiences of, of other headsets where you hold a controller, you point the laser where you want to go, and then you click the trigger to go there. It'll probably be that, but they'll separate the laser and the trigger. So you'll have two inputs, your eyeballs and your fingers to use those. We just have to address how crazy that is. So they, there are existing headsets out there. But what's really being done with the Apple headset that may make it kind of stand out, may make it the thing that kind of crosses over, it's definitely the thing people are most excited about, is the combination of gestures and inputs. The inputs are these cameras it has around your eyes, around your face, and it's actually tracking what you're looking at. And it's actually anticipating, I've heard, it's anticipating that it, it actually knows before you click. So the click kind of confirms it or whatever, but uh, from what... What I've heard, the research that they did at Apple kind of shows that they can actually tell when you're about to click before you even moved your hands. But the, yeah. the input is going to feel like your hands are doing something and your eyes are just kind of looking in a direction. And that's a thing you haven't been able to test out yet. But yeah. uh, everything else you're saying is kind of working. You actually experienced the WordPress website through the SDK, through Apple's SDK. Yeah, yeah, it totally works. And it's worth noting that the, the Quest Pro does have hand tracking. And it's very similar where you close your fingers to click to go somewhere. And and I was actually recently at the Meta campus doing a hackathon because they wanted people to be building with the the hand awareness and also table awareness and things like that. So uh, I built a hackathon where we had butterflies that were flying from table to table because it knew that there were tables. So the only difference that's going to be between the, the Quest Pro and, and, and the, the Vision Pro is is the hands in the Quest Pro are what you use to point the laser. And you just click your finger to to go there. And that currently works with 3OV. So if you want to get a kind of a feel of the interface, you could do that in a Quest Pro today. But yeah, Apple's really taking it to the next level by by separating those and, and doing kind of, I guess, behavior analysis on what <laughs> what you're doing while you're browsing. Um and it it from what they say, it all stays on device. So that's that's a good good sign. Um and yeah, it's just a really exciting device. I hope I can get my hands on one. I'm going to, they, they have the developer kits opening up in July. So if any agencies are wanting to start planning things out uh, in July on Apple's website, I think you can just Google dev kit vision pro. They will be opening up a application so that you could get a dev kit. And they're famously a company that will retrieve their dev kits once you're done. So you won't be getting a free Vision Pro, but <laughs> you will have some comfort knowing that you can start activating on it. Well, Anthony, I really appreciate your time today. It's really fun talking to you about this new space. If people want to learn more about what you're working on, what's a good way to do that? And where can they find out more about 3 Object Viewer as well? Yeah, if they want to find out more about what I'm working on, I blog on the 3ov.xyz. So 3, the letter O, v.xyz. Yeah, I blog there a lot. And if you want to get started with a plugin today, it's a free plugin in the, the WordPress.org plugin repository. Just search for three object viewer. Uh, I think you can even search metaverse and it'll come up uh, and install that and then make a new post and add the 3D environment block and you're already started. So yeah. Thanks for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. 
You can follow our adventures on Twitter at the Torque Mag. You can also subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download directly from WMR.FM. Next week, we're going to be talking to Hari Shankar about the Contributor Working Group and Mentorship Program that WordPress is working on. That's going to be a great episode, so be sure to stay tuned for that. I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of the community each week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.